Hello and welcome to Helios Blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. Today, Michaela Peterson explains incels. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. lost men in particular and saying, hey, you have the power to improve your life. And if you improve your life, then everything around you will improve, right? Including probably you being an incel, right? Because there are things you can do about it, um, I would assume, I mean, that's depending on your situation. Yeah, that's like, it depends on what you mean by incel savior or incel god even. So yeah. savior might be actually more appropriate because his tough love pick yourself up, build yourself up, tidy your room, develop yourself. Yeah, interesting. Might That's Jordan Peterson, by the way. Actually be what incels might need. But in terms of, oh, incel representative, he goes counter to the incel worldview. You know, his whole idea is if every woman thinks this about you, they're right. Um, so, you know, that uh, what you said about it, your, your dad, his work often is about helping young men in particular or everyone uh, cultivate that internal locus of control which yeah so the idea of these uh, these eye cells is what they believe is nothing i do can change my situation it's a nihilistic view of um, it's all about genetics i don't have the genetics i need therefore there's nothing i can do to change my situation it's hopeless and i'm done so that's that's that and if you believe that, well, of course, you're going to be miserable, right? So you need to understand this concept of internal locus of control, which is I can affect change in my life. I can become better at things. I can improve. I can practice. I can study. I can grow. And I will fade along the way, but I will succeed given enough time, attention, effort, commitment, dedication, practice, and so on. And this is a very important concept to understand because otherwise you will never, you will never get where you want to go. Let me describe someone, okay? He has no money, no university degree. He's running from the fish market to martial arts training. You know who I'm describing? Andrew Tate at like 17 years old or 18 years old or 20 years old, whatever. He was a nobody then. So keep that in mind. All right, let's continue. Our study shows that incels lack. Um, so, you know, I, I'm even an example of one. Uh, when I started listening to your dad in like 2016 and 2017 uh, and started like applying some of his principles, my life kind of trajectory uh, started to get a lot better. And uh, I'm amazed at where it, it took me. So, yeah, so, so the point is, if you're despondent and weak and, you know, worthless, the reason is because you haven't earned that worth. And when you've earned it, then you'll get it. All right. Shitting time. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, and Tom M. Share this video. Buy my books at bit.ly slash heliosbooks. And of course, go to my Patreon and subscribe. Patreon.com slash the heliosblog. All right.
Shilling is done. Let's continue. I can totally, that's the individual personal advice. I would think that listening to Jordan Peterson's self-development advice would, would perhaps be good for incels, but they hate that rhetoric. They hate that idea of being told you need to develop you yourself. You can do so. Right. Exactly. Yeah, well, that that's kind of interesting, though, because I feel like you can see that in a, in a lot of groups. Like, um, you know, my backstory probably a little bit with the autoimmunity and a just horrible autoimmune disorder. And when I was really sick, I was in some of these groups for people with autoimmune disorders on Facebook. Um, and it was mostly to like talk to other people to try and figure out how to get out of it. Right. Like, Hey, have you figured out a medication that works and all these things? Those groups are just like, that's just hell on earth. Those groups, they're very depressing. Um, but when I finally figured out that there was a solution out of it for me anyway, with diet, um, you can't communicate that into it. And I remember people coming to me when I was very sick saying like, have you tried diet? And I always took it as a slight. And I think it was kind of condescending, like, oh, you're doing something wrong and that's why you're in this situation. And so that's not a good way to communicate something, especially if you're trying to get somebody to change. Actually, no. Women are resistant to change in this manner, but men actually aren't because men have that inner fire right and once it's lit you can even get a guy you can even get a man to sacrifice his life right which is what war was even less than a hundred years ago right actually about a hundred years ago so keep that in mind it's not a joke man's desire to fight to conquer to struggle is huge it's a matter of directing it how it needs to be directed, which is towards self-improvement, self-growth, becoming a superior, competitive, strong man, a man who can get crap done, a man who can solve problems and respond to the, you know, to the darkness of the world. That's the way to go. Um, but I do remember scoffing at people who told me, oh, you should exercise more, you should diet, um, and being angry, right? At being angry about that. So I can kind of understand, like, if someone's telling you, hey, if you did things, you could get out of the situation you're in. It's like, well, how dare you? You don't know how serious the situation I'm in is. Yeah. Right? And see, that really much, very much applies to incels because that does apply. It's kind of a, a wallowing in victimhood uh, exactly. ecosystem. So a lot of incels might even, if uh, an individual incel reports having romantic success or having a date or something like that, the other incels might kick him out of the forum or say yeah. he's a fake cell and he wasn't ever really uh, struggling. And, he, you know, so he loses all that fraternity and friendship uh, as well. But yeah, that's your dad's message is, you can only focus on the sovereignty of the individual. It's very unlikely that you can change the world around you That's right. sufficiently to, to make it so much better for you. But what you Yeah, so the principle is Gandhi's principle, right? Where he says, be the change you want to see in the world, right? So ultimately, you need to embody the qualities that you want to see, right? You need to be the inspiration. You need to be the leader. You need to be the hardworking, confident, charismatic go-getter. You need to be that. You can control is how you behave, how you act in the world, whether you tilt the world towards heaven or hell in every day, make That's tomorrow right. better than yesterday. Like exactly. That, that is so much about the individual and uh, what you can change. But yeah, that's and 
antithetical to incels who say black pill thinking it's over. There was no point in trying. Uh, Jordan Peterson's mm. message would be there's always hope and worth trying. There's always hope. Yes. And not only is there always hope, uh, it's kind of like a video game, right? As long as you're alive, you have more and more tries. Like, this is the difference between actually, the actual difference between male and female existence is the following. For girls, the clock is much shorter than, than for men, right? For a girl, if she doesn't capitalize on her opportunity between the age of, let's say, 18 and 28, the train is gone and the good life is over. The investment has not happened. And because the investment has not happened, well, that's it, right? You've thrown, you've squandered the beautiful gift you were given, right? Or, you know, for some girls, it can last so long as 35, right? But for men, it's not like that. For men, it's practically infinite tries. Try one thing, you fail. Try another thing, you fail. Try another thing, you fail. Try another thing, you fail. All you have to do is succeed once in one avenue, in one area. That's it. That's all that's required. Just getting up that final time. That's all that's actually needed. So, the world throws a punch, you take it. And another punch, you take it. And another punch, you take it. And another punch, you take it. And eventually, and, you're, and all you're doing is taking a step. Every punch. And each step takes you closer and closer to your target, right? Until finally, you can throw a punch. Then you take another one. Then you take another one. And then finally, you throw another punch. And all it takes is one victory. You don't have to win 50 times. You have to win once. You can lose a thousand times. And obviously, this is metaphorical. But what I mean is, you need to be successful only once to actually be successful. You have to achieve it once. You don't have to achieve it a thousand times over. Some people do. But you only have to do it once. Most businesses fail, right? Most tries fail. Most things you're going to do, you're not going to get exactly what it is that you want. But it's in the doing that you learn the skills that you need to actually get it. And most people are too scared to even try. And that's the point. You need to be the person that's, that's unafraid. Unafraid of failure. Unafraid to try. Unafraid to, to get knocked down. Because if you're not, then you'll have no chance to get what you actually desire. Okay, let's continue. You know, mm-hmm. that you can always affect change in your life. Is there overlap between the incel group and kind of the serious, um, I, would, I don't exactly know what even to call that group, men's rights activism, but that's not what it is. It's, it, maybe it's called a black pill community online. Uh, is that what it is? Manosphere, yeah. <laughs> is there like an overlap there or are yeah. those two separate things as well? So I think incels are often kind of thrown in uh, whenever the manosphere is talked about in like uh, on online articles or new media articles. But the manosphere is a kind of a broad church. Um, and a lot of areas of the manosphere would probably sneer at incels and look down on them. So it's not like it's this collective sphere. It's um, Yeah, the, the RP sneers at the, B, the, the, the black pills because they have a... 
you know, they, they don't believe in an internal locus of control. They don't believe in actually becoming strong and powerful and confident and all that. They don't believe in, in working to achieve. So. There's different facets of it, like MGTOW, which is kind of like incels, but it stands for men going their own way. And that's for men who think that they probably could get sex or relationships, but think that it's worth not worth their trouble. So they're kind of going their own way and they would maybe differentiate themselves from incels. Yeah, they, they're the guys that take, the bo- take their ball and go home. They're like, I understand what's required to get women. I understand what is required to reproduce. I understand what is needed. I'm not interested. They just walk away. Because in modern society, the juice is not worth the squeeze. That's what they're saying. What you get is not worth the effort that you have to put in. But ultimately, your biological imperative is your biological imperative. So that's my stance on that. You have to work to achieve your biological imperative. Otherwise, you're not even alive. That's that's my opinion anyway. Um, and then there's red pill kind of communities, which is more like trying to maybe the opposite of woke uh, of trying to wake people up in another direction of this is how the mating market works and uh, this, these are all the tricks you need to know and that kind of thing. Pick up artists. It's a, a broad church, but I kind of think that there is, there needs to be maybe space for uh, foreign cells or for young men who are struggling an ethical pick up artist culture because yeah, okay, I, I yeah. can recognize that the pickup artist world has descended into maybe toxicity and Andrew Tate might be an example of that in the, in the extremes, but that doesn't mean that there's not some. No, that's like, again, he's just saying what the woke mob wants to hear, right? Like he, he's not an example of, of toxicity unless you take like what people are trying to make of him, right? Like, if the accusations prove to be true and he is formally charged, then yes, we can agree that he's been doing some sketchy stuff and so on. And yes, unfortunately, at that point, that would make him, well, you know, persona non grata, right? But at the current moment, that is not the case. So, we can't make that assumption because we we believe in innocent until proven guilty. So no, we can't say that until we can say that. Something worth salvaging there. And there's a lot of young men who are really struggling. And your dad makes a good point uh, when he, he was asked, um, why do you care about young men so much? Why, why, why does it matter if they're developed? And he says, well, women should care too. Don't they want competent partners? And that's a good point. That's exactly right. Because here is how it actually works. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. Hard times create strong men. Where do you think we find ourselves? Well, in 2023, we're certainly in the hard times. So... That's what we're experiencing right now. We're experiencing weak men. And on average, most men are weak, taken advantage of by women. Most men are invisible and so on. The movement, the modern RP movement is effectively a reawakening, a renaissance for men. 
a reawakening of what it means to actually be masculine. And then afterwards comes the re-uplifting of society back to what it once was. Now, that isn't to say that the, the deluge doesn't come before that. And that's the worry. The worry is that we have a deluge before that. But let's hope that the counter-tide can hold back the tide, as it were. All right, let's continue. Point. It's yeah. like, you know, when, when one sex loses, the other sex loses too. Um, so I kind of, I haven't given up hope on ethical pickup artist kind of world. But it's funny because whenever you attach the goal of achieving romantic success uh, to self-development for men, it gets framed as misogynistic. And it's like, oh, you're being manipulative. Even Barack Obama, in his autobiography, yeah. he wrote um, about how he was reading different books to impress different types of women. And he got lambasted in the media for a, a short while, saying, oh, that's so manipulative. And, you know. Yeah, the, it's ironic. It's ironic that they would say that it's manipulative for men to improve in order to get girls, because women manipulate all the time. So, and in fact... I mean, let's quote Schopenhauer, right? Dissimulation is women's greatest strength, right? Dissimulation meaning the ability to lie, the ability to manipulate effectively. So to say that, like, again, everyone is out to achieve their biological imperative, their bedroom fund strategy, and to, 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 to lambast one group for doing it one way as opposed to the other group, right, is, is nuts. It just, it just tells us that we live in a matriarchy right? Where what girls believe and what girls want is allowed, but what men believe and what men want is not allowed. Which is obviously is ridiculous. Oh, no, men are allowed to believe anything they want, so long as it aligns with the female imperative, right? Uh, but, but if, if it, uh, you know, if, if men are learning things that allow, the, that allow them to achieve what they actually want, and it's not in service of women, then it's, then it's bad. Ooh, so, so evil, so M-word, right? which is obviously nuts. Okay, let's continue. No, huh. for, for men listening, that's intuitive that, you know, get the goal, get the girl. That's kind of like yeah. an intuitive archetype for men always and ever. Yeah, it's like slay the dragon to, to, get, to, to save the princess, right? And to get the princess. Yeah. And the hero's journey, right? You go on a journey being a weak little boy, and then after the hero's journey, you become a strong man, and now you get your accolades, right? That describes men's life very well, right? Men start off as weaklings at 16, 17, have to struggle and fight and achieve and, you know, and win, and, and they come out a little bit hurt and broken and, you know, bruised, but they come out victors, and that's the point. And, you know, your dad mentioned in this uh, Olivia Wilde kind of fiasco in his original video that I kind of highlighted when he talked about how women are right. He talks about how female sexual selection is actually an engine of evolution more generally and that it, the, the, the mind of one sex, the mind of the female actually shapes the body and the mind of the other sex. Actually, even more so, even more so now, right? Even more so in 2023 with birth control, where women literally choose who is born. So nowhere is that more true than now. So whatever like 
yeah. you know, reward men will go out and do. It's why men have strived maniacally for status and success um, for, you know, Indeed. generations. Uh, so it's a, it's a real motivator. And I wouldn't real motivator. So hasty to take it away from men. I agree entirely. Reproduction is perhaps the greatest driver of male everything. Achievement, creativity, a struggle, everything. And it's and it's it's not a joke. It's really not a joke. And it's uh, you know it's uh, it's not to be trifled that's, with. That's scary. That's so so now, and, and now I suppose that's kind of ruled by women on birth control, right? Do you know what As percentage said, of women are on birth control? Ooh, I don't. But I'd say it would be I increasing. I can look. I I just off the top of my head, I would say probably a quarter. Not but, uh, sure. But there's a really good book on birth control by um, my uh, a, a professor called Sarah Hill. And she was in the David Buss lab previously uh, to me. Um, and she wrote a book called This Is Your Brain on Birth Control. Ah, very cool title. But yeah, I can explain the effects of uh, birth control on women's mate selection. So when a girl is pregnant, she wants a man who's more feminine, right? So when a girl's on birth control, she's more attracted to loser men and that means when they go off birth control they're now attracted to alpha men and not attracted to their husband anymore should they have married and chosen a man while they were on birth control so what i'm getting at is if your girl is truly attracted to you the test is have a go on off birth control is does she appear more attracted or less attracted to you now that she's off birth control if she's more attracted it means she sees you as an alpha male. If she's less attracted, then it means she sees you as a beta male. If she sees you as a beta male, you don't stay in that relationship because you're not you're not the best. It means in her mind, she was with a guy that's better than you previously. And it talks oh, about yeah. how... It's a really good book, yeah. Um, so I direct your listeners to that one. She, she's an expert on too. that, not me. You should that's maybe have her one. on the show. She, she, she's great. Okay, yeah. I'm going to write that down. That That's a really good idea. No, I'm... Yeah, when I did some research into birth control, it's scary. And I remember being on birth control um, and my dad being who my dad is. Uh, we were kind of oh, like, I knew these things. Like, oh, by the way, if you're taking birth control, you might prefer like more feminine men. Like just that. And and me being like, <clears throat> well, I'll just undo that in my head. Just like, I'll just be aware. <laughs> I like as a 19 year old being like I'll just like keep that in mind like who I'm attracted to like maybe go for the more masculine person to try, try and offset this birth control which definitely doesn't work it looks like 98% of sexually active women have used birth control wow. and 62 62% of those of reproductive age are currently using birth control so most women are on birth control in the west so what does that mean it means that on mass girls are choosing beta males <laughs> So that means what men are doing in society or what they think is attractive is being dictated by women on birth control. That's scary. Yeah. Oh, that explains a lot, actually. That explains why men are lost. Because women's natural proclivity to encourage men to be masculine is thrown off by them effectively being hormonally pregnant. Very interesting. Yeah, it's certainly like... 
bringing a bit more complexity to it anyway. And, you know, the hormones play a lot into mate choice and uh, female sexuality. So, yeah, I think Sarah Hill would be a better expert than me, but it definitely, uh, you know, it's not having no effect. But, you know, what you mentioned there of, oh, I'll just override my preferences. Uh, I remember actually being in the audience for one of your dad's talks in like 2018, maybe, or 2017. And, uh, he gave us all a good classic Jordan Peterson finger wagging. And he told us that he goes, you have no idea why you want what you want. And I thought it always resonated with me because a lot of what the brain does and a lot of our preferences is kind of cryptic to us. We don't actually know. So the idea that, you know, you just can control your mate preferences and, you know, even things like olfactory cues, like your sense of scent, you might really be attracted to someone and then you get close to them and you sniff them and, oh, whoa, no, actually the attraction isn't there. Uh, so it's all very cryptic. So the idea... That's how birth control works. It really does change the sense of what you find and don't find attractive, what girls do. So very interesting. Like a, a hormonal birth control not having any effect seems strange to me. Very, very unlikely. Yeah. Mm. Uh what do you think of this recent craze over Andrew Tate just like blowing up? Yeah, I'm not that familiar with him either. I've found any kind of time I've tried to look into him. I've found a lot of his stuff seems a bit too unsavory for me. I think I think I saw a quote where he said that women are barely sentient. But it kind of like uh, it points to this idea if, if you leave a vacuum of no real male role models, to kind of uh, emulate and striving for success and achieving romantic success, someone will fill that vacuum and you might not like what they're like. Indeed, you could have left the movies on like they used to be, you know, with actual masculine male role models like they used to in the 1950s and 60s and 70s and 80s even, but, you know, like Rocky Balboa. But no, we don't have that anymore. Now we have basically... SIMPs are the male role models and the women are like, you know, the strong, independent, like boss babes. Like, and this is supposed to be okay. Like, it's nuts. Actually, now that I think about it, if most women are on birth control, maybe that's why. Maybe that's that's why movies are the way they are because that's what women want to see and women are the primary consumer. They want to see themselves as on top because if they're on top, they can control their safety, Right which is what they're prioritizing because they're on birth control. Very interesting to think about. All right, let's end the video there. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian on Tom M. Share this video. Buy my books at bit.ly slash Books. And of course, go to my Patreon and subscribe, patreon.com slash the blog. Thank you so much for listening, especially if you listen to the end. I really appreciate it. Take care of yourselves and I'll see you next time.